Now, with temperatures set to drop below freezing this week, concerns are being expressed for asylum seekers arriving into Ireland with nowhere to go. The government has said that it may not be able to provide any emergency accommodation to international protection applicants in the coming days due to a severe shortage. Eugene Quinn is director of the Jesuit Refugee Service. I spoke to him earlier and I asked him about the situation for refugees, uh, the situation they're facing as they arrive into Ireland in the coming days. Yeah, I suppose at the moment, uh, the accommodation system for asylum seekers is at breaking point. Uh, we've received there's 26,000 people um, in state provided accommodation, IPAS accommodation at the present time. Um, so people are being accommodated in tents. We've seen over the past week uh, 180 additional people being accommodated in tents. There's people in families being put in single rooms in houses, families of five um, and three families in a three bedroom house. We've people put in pods um, in repurposed commercial buildings. Um, and there's a real prospect now that there will be no accommodation. People will not be offered accommodation by the end of this week. And where will those people then have to go? So what happened last time when people were is, and I suppose this is is the real concern, by virtue of the fact that they're entitled to state accommodation, they cannot access homeless services. So what, what happened last time is they were directed to the Capuchin Day Centre to get food and then they had to find accommodation themselves and they received a daily some allowance to, that they could buy some basic food, but they had to, they were basically homeless. Will they end up sleeping on the streets in the freezing cold? I think we're due to have some of the coldest weather of the winter uh, this week. Um, are, are people going to end up uh, sleeping on the streets? Well, we don't know. Sometimes people have, uh, they might find friends or relatives or people that they know here to try and find the same as, as, as Irish people who find themselves in homeless situations. But the experience last time was that the number of people did find themselves on the streets. They presented to NGOs and um, to the Irish Refugee Council um, but, and, and other organisations. Um, but there wasn't any accommodation available and they found themselves um, on the streets and tents, as we saw uh, outside on near Mount Street. Are you concerned then for their safety? Absolutely. Um, I, I think at any time you would be concerned for people, whether it's Irish people on the streets or, or people who are arriving from overseas. But obviously there's an added situation in terms of people who've come, who fled war and persecution, who arrive here stressed um, and traumatised um, and not, and they wouldn't know anything. But obviously also there's huge risks on the streets and, and it's, it's quite a challenging environment as we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Why is there such a shortage of accommodation at the moment? <laughs> well, I suppose the numbers, it's, it's an unprecedented situation. We, we're um, in the middle of a national housing crisis anyway, so we would have had up to 120,000 people on social housing lists. We would have had 120,000 people in receipt of HAP and they're our own Irish need. And in addition, we've received an, an, an extraordinary generosity of the Irish people. We've received 74,000 people from Ukraine who've sought protection here and received state accommodation. And in addition, we've received very high numbers of asylum seekers, so there's 26,000. So that's placed huge pressure on the system, I suppose the concern is that we haven't added additional housing supply. So it's nearly two years into this crisis. Um, a lot of organisations like ourselves would have called to put uh, 
cabins and porta cabins on state land and, you know, use emergency legislation to bring them on quickly. Um, we haven't done that as of yet. So we find people in tents and on the prospect of people um, on the streets. So we'd be calling for to look at those options. I think we'd also be calling for it. Need It's reached an emergency situation that we need something like the equivalent of NEFIT that was there during COVID, a kind of a, an emergency led by a housing expert, but bringing in the whole of government and um, and really prioritising the housing, both of asylum seekers, but of also of, of domestic people who are who are in, in insecure housing in Ireland. You, you mentioned the use of tents there. We know that there are over 600 people now being accommodated in tents. Um, t- tents were supposed to be a, a short-term solution for use mainly during warmer weather. Um, has it become now a longer-term solution to this problem for, 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 for the people who are, who are arriving here? Yeah, I mean, look, I suppose we would have... And, and this would have been echoed when we started to use tents that they would become normalised. You know, our basic position, the position of the Jesuit Refugee Service is that tents are not appropriate for people who are fleeing war or persecution. Um, they have been used um, and the government committed that they would only be used for last resort. But what we found is people have spent months in the tents like in Oclachine, um and they're not appropriate for places. Um, they're particularly not appropriate in winter. So the president would have come out last year um, very strongly saying that this should not happen. And people were removed from the tents in Oclachine. And as we find this cold spell again, I suppose the tents are most difficult to live in in winter conditions. But people have lived with them in through storms and the wind and, and would report the difficulties of that. Um, sometimes in, in one of the centres in Colin Barracks recently, residents were saying that the heating wasn't working. When that happened, they have to just wrap themselves in blankets and in all their clothes um, and that's really difficult and, and stressful and it doesn't allow people to live with basic dignity. And that was Eugene Quinn from the Jesuit Refugee Service speaking to me earlier.